to All Things Latina Podcast, where every week you will learn about topics relating to business and career, while at the same time receiving a kick of motivation. If you're ready to pursue your dreams and goals, then you are where you need to be. I am your host, Tani Estefi, a traveler, digital guru, and hot sauce loving Latina. Episode number 12. Thank you for tuning in. And don't forget to follow All Things Latina Podcast on Instagram for updates on upcoming podcast episodes and inspirational reminders. Job interviews. Let's talk about job interviews and how nerve wracking they can be, not to mention the pressure you have of being on your A game the day of. You may wonder, how does one ace a job interview and how do you prepare for one? Or what do you answer to all these common questions about tell me about yourself? What are your strengths? What are your weaknesses? What do you answer when they ask you, do you have any questions at the end of the interview? Well, don't wonder any further, because on this episode, I will be providing you with tips on how to be confident and how to answer all of those common interview questions that we all dread to hear and really ace that interview. Let's not wait any further and let's get started. The first thing you must do to prepare for a job interview is to research the company you are interviewing for. Research their products or their services and any recent campaigns that they may have launched or any press releases, any articles. And I mean, research everything and anything. Trust me, this will be to your best advantage in the long run. Go on to their LinkedIn account and simply just get informed. You can get so much information just on LinkedIn. Also, it's important that you know how the role that you're interviewing for will help support the business. So make sure that you understand the job description. And if there's certain key terms that you don't understand on the job description, then I can tell you, use our dear friend Google. You will at least get an overview of what those key terms mean and what programs, you know, if there's usually they have programs listed on job app uh, descriptions and research those if you're not familiar with them and just get informed. So the more research you have, the better it is for you when you interview. Next, if you are someone that gets nervous when it comes to interviewing, make sure to practice before the interview. Practice common interview questions such as tell me about yourself and note that the person interviewing you doesn't care about your personal life. They don't care about what you do for fun or what your favorite food is. They care to learn about you professionally. And by the way, if you have struggled with answering this question in the past, tune into my first episode on how to do an elevator pitch and tell me about yourself. In that episode, I talked to you about how you can go about creating a 60 second elevator pitch about yourself and where to include your interests, your skills, and basically what you bring to the table. So if you haven't tuned in, go ahead and listen to it after this episode and you'll learn perfectly how to answer the question of tell me about yourself 
within 60 seconds, which is great. You can use it all across the board whenever you're networking or interviewing. So definitely tune in. Now, back to this tip, you must practice all of the common questions. And here's another one that actually many people dread. And I can tell you, like, I personally dread this one. And a lot of people drop blanks, you know, and it happened to me in the past, you know, when I barely started my career, um, I would drop blanks when people would ask me this. And here's the famous question of what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? So let's start off with the easiest one, which is talking about your strengths. This is really your opportunity to shine. This is your time to shine and let them know that you are qualified, right? Or that these are your strengths that can help you, you know, succeed in the job. So, for example, some of your strengths can be I have leadership skills. And then you give an example of what your leadership skills are. Right. Or um, you can say something along the lines of I, I really thrive in collaboration. So that really shows that you're a team player. And then you give examples of when you've been a team player in, before. Right. So you want to think about those things that, you know, can help you stand out uh, versus other candidates. Or if you notice that in the job description, it says that they need someone who is is very detailed oriented, then you want to say one of my strengths is that I am detail oriented and I like to focus. Right. So I like to make sure that there's no mistakes in my work. Um, So something along those lines. So really start thinking about what are your strengths and what can set you apart from other candidates? So here's everyone's favorite. What are your weaknesses? (laughs) Um, You know, This question is more of it can be a trick question and no one really likes to answer this question because no one wants to bash on themselves. Right. So a way to answer this is really think about maybe an area that you're kind of lacking experience from and think about how you're working on improving that skill. Right. Or that area. For example, something that you can say is um, let's say there's a certain program on the job description that you're not fully um, 100 percent comfortable with then you want to say, well, you know, one of my um, one of my weaknesses is I'm not 100 uh, percent proficient with Photoshop. Um, I am, however, a beginner on Photoshop, but I am taking courses on improving Photoshop, right? Or whatever it is, whatever QuickBooks or whatever it is. I'll just make sure that it's not like a big skill that's going to um, make or break uh, the job offer for you, right? So just make sure you strategically select what um, that skill is. It can be something also like, let's say public speaking, right? So you can say something like, um, you know, uh, one of my weaknesses is that sometimes I can be shy and public speaking isn't really my strongest suit, but I challenge myself every day to try to uh, make that better. So any moment or any chance that I get to to speak in front of the public, I challenge myself and I do it. Right. So those are the kind of examples that you want to go for where you're not like diminishing any of your skills or anything that you bring to the table, but you're able to show that you are working on improving that skill. 
Now let's talk about interview etiquette. Make sure that you are groomed and polished. I can't stress enough how much this matters. I have interviewed many people and when they aren't really put together, it throws me off and it just lets me know that they aren't taking this seriously. Like just be put together. I don't care what you're wearing really um, or what brands you have on. I don't care about that, but I feel like it's very important to be well-groomed and presentable. And I'll give you an example. I once interviewed this guy and he came in with his chest hairs just popping out of his unbuttoned white shirt. And I mean, it was so distracting to me. And in my head, I, I just couldn't process like, why didn't he take the time, like take a, at least two minutes to be presentable, right? And impress the hiring managers. And, you know, I'm sorry, but his hairs were sticking out of his shirt. And I wasn't trying to see that. That's not kind of that's not the right approach, you know, in a corporate environment. So you just be knowledgeable about where you're applying and, you know, make some research on, you know, maybe their their attire and what they're wearing or what the expectations are. Um, and, you know, simply no one's trying to see all that. He could have simply just buttoned it up and, you know, it could have made slightly, you know, slight difference. But also it's very important that you're able to feel out the behavior of the person who is interviewing you. And this tip goes a long way for interviewers. So, um, for example, this works over the phone or in person. If the person speaking is more of a soft tone and has like a gent more of a gentle approach, then you you want to kind of match that. I'm not saying do not be yourself because I'm all about like be yourself 100%, but you want to be able to follow their pace because they are the ones interviewing you. Now, if you're more of a timid person and you see that the person interviewing you is more of an extrovert and they're loud and they're full of energy, then you might want to pump up a little bit more than usual and bring out a little bit of, you know, a little bit of sasson, a little bit of uh, more energy. And trust me, this will make a difference. Also, some behavior etiquette for you is don't yawn. I can't tell you, sometimes people have yawned and I'm like, Okay, am I boring you or like what's going on, right? So be attentive, be alert and be engaging. Next tip is take recommendations if possible on how you can help contribute to the current challenge that they may be having. This is why it's very important that you do company research ahead of time so that you can have possible recommendations. And trust me, this will go a long way. And chances are that by making these recommendations, you might just get moved to the next round or simply just get hired. Now, let's talk about the other famous question at the end of the interview. And that's, do you have any questions? And I want you to pay attention closely, okay, to these next steps and what key questions you want to ask. I promise you, if you ask these questions, you will not only impress the hiring manager, but you will also learn about the company and really determine if this role is a fit for you anyway. So, you know, I want you to keep in mind that just because someone is interviewing you, it doesn't mean that it's a one-way street, okay? I want you to really know this. Get 
getting a new job and getting hired is a two way street and you have to make sure that the job is a good fit for you. Also, because at the end of the day, you don't want to hate what you do and you don't want to be unhappy with your responsibilities or be in the wrong company. So this is a great way to also get to know the hiring manager a little bit better because having, uh, you know, a good manager is very important or at least at the very least having a great healthy relationship. Now, here's what you want to ask and do. You want to be able to connect with the hiring manager, learn about the corporate culture, learn about the current challenges the company is having. And finally, you want to be able to close that interview on a positive note. And here's what you want to do in order to connect with the hiring manager. You want to ask them how they got the job there and what do they like most about working there? This will give you some insight about the company and get a feel for what the manager's background and personality is. Then you want to learn about the corporate culture. So what you want to ask is who is the most successful person hired in the last year and who has been the least successful person and what went wrong? With these questions, you're able to gauge what the manager's expectations for the role are and what, you know, and it gives you a better way to assess if you can fulfill those expectations or if those expectations are realistic to you. Next, you want to ask about the company's challenges. What is the company's biggest challenge in the coming year? And how can your skills help overcome those challenges? And I love these questions because you can assess where the company is and where they're headed and how the department that you're applying to impacts that part of the business. And it will give you another opportunity to bring out uh, your skills to the table and assure them that you are a good fit for the role. And finally, you want to close out the interview and ask, is there anything on my resume or anything that we've discussed that would make that could make me a better fit for this role or any doubts that you may have? So this is a great question. And it's one of my favorite questions because you have yet another opportunity to clarify any concerns that they may have about you. And trust me, trust me when I tell you that this is a game changer because typically the hiring manager will be honest with you. And, you know, you get that opportunity to clarify. They can be like, "Mm, you know, you're a little underqualified for the role and we're looking for someone that's more senior, then maybe you can, you know, take a stab at trying to explain to them why you're a perfect fit and, you know, maybe elaborate a little bit more on those skills. Um, So definitely if there is a question that you can squeeze in, please let it be this one. And lastly, you can ask, What are the next steps in the hiring process? This will help you get a better picture of where they're at in the hiring process. And it simply gives you a peace of mind. So you aren't waiting weeks or days impatiently. I know how it can be just, you know, to wait to hear back from them. Okay. And one important note, always make sure to ask for a business card with their email on there because you must send them a thank you email within 24 hours. Just Send them a quick email. Um, Thank you. It was great meeting you. And then just kind of reiterate why you're a perfect fit for that role. And if you really want to step it up a notch and really impress them, mail them a letter, mail them a letter that same day, not a letter, but like a note card, a thank you note card and mail it to them and they'll get it within, you know, two days. And trust me, like 
actually that has landed me a job before in the past and always stay consistent you know send those emails and send a thank you email they will go a long way so with that being said I would like to thank everyone who has been listening and remember that if someone else can accomplish something why not you